Well, we're back. You're back. Thanks for returning. And to everyone who left such nice feedback, we appreciate you and enjoy you. If somehow you're new, welcome to the Me and Mariah podcast. Thanks for joining us again. I'm Taylor, and I'm here with one of my all-time favorite lesbians, Blake. Hi. (laughs) This is basically our first real episode, right? So let's not waste any time and just dive right into what makes me Mariah. First, can I give the listeners a little visual? Let's talk about how I decorated. Yeah, it's so cute. Uh, Totally on brand as always. There's literally 10 pictures of Mariah surrounding us in many forms. I see records, posters, autographs, and magazine clippings. Oh, that's not just any old magazine clipping. That's the original full-page ad for glitter that I yanked from my cousin's J14 in the spring of 2001. You'll notice on the bottom there it says that its release date is August 31st. But like bathing your foreskin if you have it, glitter's release date was pushed back into September. September 11th to be exact, and in this year in particular that was not a great day to release anything. But who knew? The world as we know it may be completely different if glitter had just come out when it was supposed to. Right? Like, an alternative universe was unlocked, and we've just been in retrograde ever since. Exactly. And also, if this picture wasn't framed, I would totally show you the backside. It's a behind-the-scenes look at the box office smash on the line, starring NSYNC's Lance Bass and Joey Fatone. That really doesn't ring a bell for me. Yeah, it's like Lance's hetero character has everything going for him, except the confidence to notice when true love is sitting right next to him on the train. They connect, but he lets her get away without having the courage to ask for her name or number. Realizing he made a huge mistake, he enlists his buddy Joey Fatone to help him on a wild goose chase to find the woman of his dreams. It's the girl from Snow Day, the brunette, not the blonde. Okay, you could do um, movie trailers, by the way, but I also forgot to mention this tapestry. I think it's a laundry bag. That was my intended use for it, but I never brought myself to stuffing it with dirty clothes. That definitely seems like you'd go against your religious beliefs, for sure. Um, But what about the wig, the fur coat? Is there any reason that those are on display today? Oh, no, those are just my personal items, as we are in my closet. (laughs) Two queers in the closet. Not in 2021. Not in Pride Month. Now that you mention that, I'm getting nervous, Blake. Why are you nervous? Is it that toe thing you were telling me about earlier? I told you not to bring up my kinks on the podcast, or at least not this early on. Maybe a later episode. No, you told me there was a tow truck situation. Oh, right, right, right. I had my neighbor's car towed because she's always blocking me from my parking spot since she decides to only drive her car when she's fully loaded. I'm going to call her Herbie from now on. You have such good luck with uh, neighbors. Is my car going to be okay there? I'm parked there now. Yeah, it'll be fine, I hope. There's just a lot of stuff that goes on in this building. I've been here for six months now, and wow, it's just way different than my last place, which still had terrible neighbors, you know, but I didn't have to share walls with anyone. Here, it's like any drama involves the whole building, and I didn't even call the tow truck, really. I called the front desk, asked them to call her to get her to move her car. Apparently, she didn't answer the phone. She didn't come to the door, so they had it towed. It's almost like it's not even my problem at all. None of the shit around here has anything to do with me. Like, sometimes I'll hear the people below me out on their patio yelling up at Herbie, telling her to shut the fuck up, and stuff like that, which, that's entertaining to me. It's only a problem if it interferes with my existence. So, if something does cross my hairs, I fire. Is that the saying? I don't know about the hairs. I'm I'm just trying not to worry about my car, but what's on the schedule today? Oh, I don't even know. 
I was too busy planning the decorations. I didn't even think of what we were going to talk about. That sounds about right. Um, well, why don't you start by telling me why you have two of the exact same record in front of us? I'm saying double, Mariah Carey. The Emancipation of Mimi? She's flying like a bird. Isn't that someone else? No, track five on side one of record two. It's a real gospel moment if you want to go to church. My mind just goes to Nelly Furtado. Does Nelly Furtado play Pride Festivals? I feel like she's a good 2000s gay nostalgia staple. Like how you've got the Deborah Coxes and the Cindy Loppers and even since TLC came back without the L. We saw them at the Pride Festival pre-pandemic, didn't we? Oh yeah, with JoJo. She's another one. And the now gay icon Kim Petras. She wasn't at the time. She was an opener, but she killed it. She was amazing. She was. What other artists should capitalize on Pride? Ashley Tisdale or Vanessa Hudgens or any of those Disney girls that aren't really doing anything? They should start calling their agents every spring to make sure they've got their gay summers booked. Latoya Jackson. So we got L, legendary. (laughs) G, gorgeous. B, beautiful. All of you beautiful people. T, tantalizing and even Q for quality okay (laughs) but okay why do you have two of the same record why don't you ask Mariah that question because I don't fucking know whoever's over there running her store is a little forgetful because they seem to make a lot of mistakes that's why I'm nervous I ordered from her pride store MariahCarryShop.com like over a month ago, and all I have to show for it is a seventy-four sixty-five charge on my credit card. I haven't received any kind of like, hey, thanks for ordering email or anything like that. Where is it? Oh no, that's sketchy. Well, yeah, and for the two records, I obviously only ordered one. Well, okay, no, I ordered eight. I ordered her first album, which is displayed here above me. Doesn't she kind of look like George Washington here a little bit? I think it's the wooden teeth. <laughs> Anyways, I ordered Emotions, Butterfly, Rainbow, Charm Bracelet, The Elusive Chanteuse, Caution, and Emancipation. They were all pre-orders, so I knew it would be several weeks before they arrived, and I knew they weren't going to all come together. So I get my first email about a shipment headed my way, and I am so excited because they were sending me Butterfly and Rainbow, which, honestly, Rainbow was the one that I was most excited about solely for the picture of her laying on the bed with the neon rainbow behind her. But when the package came, I was so disappointed. Butterfly was there, but no rainbow. They sent me MTV Unplugged. This was a bummer because I already had it. So it's like, fuck, if you're going to get it wrong, it would be nice to be wrong in a way that benefits me, like receiving Music Box. Even memoirs would have been acceptable. I did send them an email, though, like right when I opened the package to see if I should send it back to get the right one. But And they still haven't sent the right record? They haven't even responded to my email. <laughs> yeah, you're doomed. You're not getting that record. I'm Mm. so sorry. (laughs) No, nope. I had to just buy it on Amazon because I was tired of waiting for a response. So then fast forward to January and I've received everything I ordered. My last package was Chanteuse and Emancipation together. I ordered the special version on clear vinyl. When I opened it up, it was yellow. Like, hello, who wants a yellow record? I would like a yellow record, but not if I was expecting it to be clear. Right? Okay, so then a couple weeks ago, a random record-shaped package from Live Nation shows up at my door. I thought it was finally the Missing Rainbow album, but then I opened it and it was another copy of Emancipation. So they sent the wrong one. Twice. And this one is still wrapped with a sticker that says limited edition color vinyl. So does that mean this one's the clear one? Did they know that they sent me the wrong color? I didn't even bother to email them about that because 
you know, they're not getting back to me about the wrong product, so it's the same record. It's just not the right color. I would have really liked to see through it, but that's okay. My Messiah can help me see through it. You could just give it away. That's what I did with the extra MTV Unplugged. Okay, wait, you can open this one, and if it's clear, keep it, and then give the yellow one away. Exactly. Could this be a turning point for you? Would you give up on Mariah Carey's march after all of this? Does a Republican stop banging the secretary just because the wife finds out? No, they get a new secretary or wife. <laughs> okay, so you, you won't give it up. Maybe you like having trust issues. Is, <laughs> is that the full extent of it? Well, no. If we backtrack all the way to Christmas of 2019, when her team was set on getting All I Want for Christmas is You to number one. I mean, what a marketing strategy. $5 signed singles. That's less than a venti ice macchiato. Mission accomplished, it went to number one. And before I say that I don't think she actually signed them all, I will say that she had more than enough time to sign each and every one. What? It's a little triggering for me, but let's just say that the lambs noticed that all those signatures were a little too similar. Okay? But you know what? If she says she signed it, I'm just going to take her word for it and believe that she signed it. Either way, it's going to be a part of my holiday decor for the rest of my life. And you keep buying. Yes, maybe I'm delusional. But that's okay. Maybe we can get Dr. Phil on the podcast for a second opinion. Oh, I don't trust that guy. Yeah, what he did to Shelley Duvall was pretty fucked up. And what do you do? I'm a doctor. With his own TV show. Is this autograph from her shop too? No, my mom bought me that like 20 years ago. It's a still shot from her Always Be My Baby music video. I don't know where she got it, but I know it's the real deal. One time she got me a Mariah autograph from eBay and it was clear that someone had just written Mariah Carey and Silver Sharpie across a picture. I was like eight and I knew immediately that it was bullshit and I still put it up on my wall because I liked the picture. I just noticed your Mariah shirt too. Dress for the job you wish to want. How many uh, Mariah shirts do you have? Seven. And you just knew that off the top of your head. Um, did you get that at her concert? No, this is a bootleg. It's for a tour that never actually happened. It says Mariah Carey Tour 2007, and it has like 10 random cities on it. It was a gift, okay? When people see Mariah Carey stuff, they tend to buy it for me. Isn't that ringing any bells? Are you talking about the cookies? Are they considered Mariah merchandise? Well, yeah, she bakes them herself. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. She bakes them, packages them, and delivers them all on her own. It's no wonder she can't sign her own autographs. <laughs> Were they actually good? Honestly, okay, they were really good. They were like the best cookies I've ever had. They said they were sold out everywhere, but then still let me place the order. And they arrived. See, there's some inconsistencies even there. Maybe the same person's run both shops. Yeah, Mariah. Oh, yeah. She's really a one-woman show. Her oven's got to be really big. Or multiple ovens. Is she one of those celebrities that has multiple houses? Yeah, she has one in the Bahamas, which is currently boarded up and for sale. So if anyone is looking for beach property and has an extra $4 million, you can contact... Well, don't contact me because I can't help you. I don't have my key anymore. And then she's got the penthouse in New York, the famous MTV Cribs penthouse. I don't know if she still has a house in L.A., but when she was with Nick, she did. And during the Stella years, she was renting a place there, which is now being occupied by Madonna, which that is amazing to me. Can you imagine what those walls have seen? I left a comment on one of Madonna's Instagram posts about it being Mariah's old house, and people thought I was being shady, but I really wasn't. What would you do if you ran into one of them? Just casually walking down the street, Madonna or Mariah, just randomly stumbling into them? Okay, first of all, that wouldn't happen because neither of them walk on the street. 
do they float? Or they're carried, or there's carpet. It just would never happen. But I think if Madonna, I, w I would probably not say anything to Madonna. I feel like she would destroy the fantasy for me by being a total bitch. And then every time I listen to her, which, okay, according to my Apple Music, I listened to over 40 hours of Madonna last year, and only 36 of Mariah. Yeah. But I would just think of how much of a bitch she was every time I hear her songs, and it would ruin it. Yeah, she probably would ignore you. Whereas Mariah, I feel like she loves people who love her. So I could yell, Mariah, you're on fire. And she would most likely smile and wave and give me the cute moment that I'm looking for. I would probably freak her out, though, if, you know, we got any closer than that. I know more about her than she knows about her. And it would be hard to stop crying. Do you think that she would remember you? Maybe if I showed her my tattoo again, but I don't think she would remember my name or my face. That would be wild. Oh my God, Blake. I don't think I've ever told you this story. When I was like nine, I got my little ass on the internet and I found her phone number. What? Yeah, I know. And I knew it was hers because I would call it and she had this answering machine message. That was exactly how you would imagine Mariah Carey's answering machine message to sound. She sang a little, she talked a little, gave a little whistle, just like her voicemails that she would post on her website at the time. I called over and over and over just to listen to it. And finally, the last time I called, a man answered and he... He wasn't happy. He told me that I was disturbing the residents. I really thought the police were going to come find me. How did you even find it? I don't know. I don't know what side it was. I couldn't, can't even imagine what side it would have been. But it had her name, her address, her phone number. It wasn't like one of those cheesy, find your favorite celebrity's house on this map website. You know how they have that. It was like the real deal with like files and numbers and lists and shit. What the hell? Did you leave a message? I can't remember, but I don't see why I wouldn't have. Do you remember when you had Hannah Beth talk to me on the phone? Oh, wow. <laughs> that name just took me out for a second. I haven't thought about her in more than a decade. Right? I was a really big fan, and you went to Bamboozle, and she was there, and you just made her talk to me. Isn't it crazy how we used to listen to music that was like, Everything has a place. I still partake. I still listen sometimes. Okay, Miss Murder. Whatever. We used to have a lot of common musical interests. Remember Warp Tour? I was there for Katy Perry. Well, it was really the main thing about that moment for me. True. I was excited for her, too. I loved her first album. And then we finessed our way backstage and met her. Thank God we found the one security guard that was stupid. I don't remember what our wristbands were actually good for, but you were able to convince him that they allowed us into the artist area with the buses and the catering. Yeah, he was confused and overwhelmed. I looked at him dead in the eyes, and I just said, Hi, we need to get through, and pointed at my wristband. And he didn't question it. I've been assertive ever since. But just walking in, the first person we see was Katy Perry coming out of her bus with her umbrella and her heart-shaped glasses. It was her heart-shaped glasses phase. Remember the little tantrum she had right in front of us about the sunglasses? She snapped at one of her assistants because he asked which pair of glasses she wanted to wear. It was like a, how dare you not know which ones I want? Yeah, he had multiple pairs in his hands and the other assistant was holding her umbrella for her. She was nice to us. Well, yeah, to us, but you've got to think about the level she was at compared to where she is now. If she was that nasty to people back then, I can only imagine how terrible it must be to be around her now with all the money. Yeah, she was dating that gym class heroes guy, Travis, so maybe they were fighting and she was having a moment. Travis. I can't remember his last name, but it's not Scott and it's not Barker. 
I saw Travis Barker in LA once. Didn't you see Brittany Murphy? Yeah, I have this thing where every time I go to LA, I see one celebrity. And I always know I'll see one, just one. One time it was Travis Barker, one time it was Brittany Murphy. It was mostly the back of her. She walked right up to the chef window in a restaurant my mom and I were eating at, and I thought, wow, this is Hollywood. What about Daryl Hannah? That was a weird one. It was at a natural products expo. There, Daryl Hannah was, and my mom told me to go up to her. I didn't know who she was at the time. Kill Bill. And that mermaid movie. The only person that I see in L.A. is Angeline. I see her almost every time in that pink Corvette. I don't want to make it sound like I don't think she's special because, I mean, she's an icon. Her bumper was taped up last time I saw her, though, and that did not sit right with me. I want better for her. Honestly, last time I was in L.A., I got so fucked up, I walked four miles to find my car in the middle of the night and went home. What? Los Angeles. Gotta love it. Gotta. I don't know if we should keep that. (laughs) Yeah, it's really up to you, I guess. It's a personal thing. Should we open the record? I have to pee. Oh my god, yeah, okay, I almost forgot. Okay, let's see what color it is. If they sent me another yellow one, you better hope your car is still here because you'll be leaving immediately. I have faith. Well, I've already talked about how she's my Jesus, so I have no choice but to have faith. Okay, moment of truth. Okay. Will it be yellow or clear? Okay. <gasps> it's, it's clear! clear! Yes! Okay. <laughs> well, she did right this time. I want to look at the yellow one now. I really like yellow. It's kind of a brown yellow. Well, if you're not going to use it, you might as well give it to a lamb. Did I use that right? Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to familiarize myself with the Mariah-isms. Does she still say it? Yeah, she does. And speaking of Mariah-isms, I could really use a splash. Do you know what that means? A splash, like an impact? Maybe an impact on your sobriety. A splash, it's like a little sip of champagne, just like a little nibble. Oh, a drink. That's cute. Yeah, but it's not a full cup. It's just a quick little splash. It's a stone groove. Is that another one? What does that even mean? It's like a winner, like a stone groove, a smash hit wonder. Ooh, I like that one too, actually. Another one she used to use... I. I'm not sure if she uses it anymore. I used to love it in middle school. Hot tamale. That's already a thing. She did not create that. Yeah, from the Mariah Webster Dictionary. Pulled from the Emancipation album, actually. It's like when Mariah covers a song. If she covers your song, that song is no longer yours. It's Mariah's now. So if Mariah uses an ism, it's a Mariah-ism. I don't make the rules. I just make sure everyone knows I'm right. Oop, sorry. I forgot to shut that off. Oh my god, Blake, it's my tracking info. I just got an email with my tracking number for my Pride merch. What timing? (laughs) Always a little late, but barely late enough to completely let me down. Okay, you know what? I think this is a great place to just call it a Tuesday. Yeah, my foot's asleep. I still have to pee. Is that why you're dancing around? Well, let me get you the number for the tow company before, because it looks like your car might not be there anymore. Stop. Okay, well, thank you so much for listening. Join us next week after I've forced Blake to watch all five hours and 46 minutes of Mariah's World so we can talk about it. Just, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you much. All right, talk to you soon. I'll be checking in again soon. Oh, big nasty says hello.